Hey there, what's up, academic? It's Lisa A. Smith, the founder of the Black Health Academy. Welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast platform. So excited you are back for another episode, or if this is your first time, welcome. I'm so happy to have you. Listen, we release new episodes every Wednesday in what we call shorts or our 60-second tip of the week every Friday. So if you need to come get this help, trying to get your life right, your physical, your mental, your emotional health together, this is the place where you want to be. We're constantly um, on the journey and on a mission to introduce new perspectives or help you shift belief systems so that you can really make the necessary pivots in your life. So please be sure to subscribe and come get this help. Listen, the episode you're about to hear is all about portion sizes, right? Well, probably not the portion size you're thinking of. We recently made a big announcement here at Farm to Table, or excuse me, at the Black Health Academy, that we essentially were going to um, stop teaching Farm to Table after this year. Farm to Table is our signature plant-based coaching program here at the Academy. I recently made a big announcement that I wasn't going to be teaching it after 2022. So we have two more semesters left, two more opportunities to get enrolled in Farm to Table with me um, here at the Black Health Academy, and then I am decommissioning the program here at the Academy. So this episode you're about to hear is kind of in relation to that decision to decommission Farm to Table. Um, and this episode, it's all about portion sizes. We all want more, but we need to talk about what's required in order to get more. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Please be sure if you find value in this episode, please share it with somebody who needs to hear it. Make sure you subscribe. And if you're not already inside of the Academy, which is a complimentary platform, you need to visit www.theblackhealthacademy.com and get in the community. We have a phenomenal time as we help you adopt a whole food plant-based lifestyle for optimal health. So again, that's www.theblackhealthacademy.com. Or just click the link in the show notes. Here's your episode. Enjoy. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. So your portion size is always determined by your output. Your portion size is always determined by your output. What I want to talk about today, today I want to talk about portion sizes. I want to talk about the big piece of chicken today. Now you may say, maybe saying, wait, what? <laughs> what? What is Lisa talking about chicken for, right? Like all Lisa do is slaying plants. But today I want to talk about portion size. I want to talk about the big piece of chicken and how to get it. Right, the big piece of tofurkey, if you will, but that don't sound as good as the big piece of chicken. But my my message will become apparent momentarily. But if you haven't heard, um, those of you who know me or have been in my ecosystem for a while, you know I have a signature coaching program called Farm to Table. Um, so Farm to Table I created about five years ago, um, just over five years ago, and it is my signature plant-based coaching program. And I just announced publicly yesterday that I have made the decision to stop teaching farm to table 
after 2022. So we just graduated our winter cohort. Um, I'm going to, we're going to do two more cohorts this year in the spring and the fall. And then I will no longer be teaching farm to table. And I want to talk about that decision today. So this is not a sales pitch. This whole talk is about that decision. Um, so I want to talk about <clears throat> my decision to um, no longer teach farm to table, which we have had great success with. So it's not you know, killing or offering the business that is not performing is actually quite the opposite. We have had hundreds of students go through our plant-based coaching program, Farm to Table. And like this last semester, winter of 2022, was probably one of the best semesters we've had. Um, students just like excelling and doing a phenomenal job. We've helped you know, countless students lose weight, get off of medications, put diseases in remission, um, just adopt a whole food plant-based lifestyle and understand nutrition science better for themselves and the, the health of their families and their communities. And so it was kind of a shock to some people to hear that 2022 would be the last year that I will be teaching farm to table and that I'm essentially um, going to step away from farm to table and I will no longer be teaching it. So, but I want to talk about portion size today. I want to talk about the big piece of chicken. I want to talk about what's required um, for the big piece of chicken. So you may be thinking, what do I mean by that? Well, <clears throat> In our Farm to Table alumni meeting that we had last night, you know, we were having, you know, kind of a conversation um, around what's required for you to become the person you need to become in the world in order to achieve your goal. So one of the questions that I posed to our students last night in our alumni meeting was, you know, what do you want and how do you want to receive it? And then the next question was, was who do you need to become? Right. In order to manifest that outcome that you're seeking. And so we had um, a, a more intuitive conversation last night, kind of a deeper level conversation. Hey, Arlette, uh, Coach Arlette in the house. Hey, hey. Um, so I'm so happy you caught me in the beginning. You always catch the replay. You hopped on right on time this time. Somebody got their notifications on. Um, but so last night in you know our alumni meeting, we were having this deep intuitive conversation about what we want in the world, how we want to receive it, and how to call it in, okay? And I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about what's required to get the big piece of chicken. So you guys might know that like this joke, this infamous, or it's not infamous, but this famous popular joke that Chris Rock has done where he's talking about um, that, you know, a man goes to work, he works hard all day, and all, all he gets in return is the big piece of chicken, Okay, you guys may have heard this. And and it's a popular thing. Like, you know, there's like it's I guess it's almost customary, so to speak, for the man to get the big piece of chicken, right? He works hard for the family and he gets the big piece of chicken. And so the kind of thinking behind you know serving the man first and giving him the biggest portion is because you know he's exalted, he's um given out the most energy he's brought home the most like he went out of the family home worked how many ever hours for the day and now he is hungry and tired and wants to be fed but moreover you know he needs to be re-energized refueled so that he can go and do it again the next day and I want to talk about this concept of the big piece of chicken I want to talk about serving sizes <clears throat> what we always have to remember and everything and anything that we want in our life is that our serving size 
will always be in direct proportion and complementary to our output. Stay with me, I'm going somewhere here. Our serving size will always be determined by our output. So what I want to talk about essentially today is how we all, so all of us are in, in, in search of, we're constantly seeking out more, right? We're like, like if, you, if you're a praying person, if you're a believer, you know, you're talking to God, like, God, I need more money. I need more space. I need more opportunity. My business and my brand needs more visibility, right? Like, I need, I need to be connected to the right people. I need more. Like, I need more love. I need more whatever. Like, I need, like give me, bring me more clients. Bring me more opportunities, right? Like, just bring me more money. And so we're constantly asking for more. Give me more. Give me more. So we're constantly asking, you know, regardless of what we have, most of us are constantly in pursuit of more. We're always asking to get a bigger serving size. Listen to me. Listen to me very carefully. Okay. Our steps are not our own. Okay. Our steps are ordered. And when you live a life of radical obedience, right, you know this at a high level that your steps are not your own. Your portion size, just like the man being served at the head of the table first, when he comes home from a long day of work, his portion size is being determined by his output. Lean in, write this down and tell your neighbor. That's exactly how God operates. Listen, God gives you a portion based on your output. What do you mean by this, Lisa? Let's use money as an example, okay? Many of us, all of us, we always take more money. Like we never not going to take more money, right? And But many of us are asking for it. We're in pursuit of it, right? But let me tell you, when it comes to money, for example, the amount of money you're going to receive that you can get that will be easy for you to obtain. It's, you can easily, you know, force and work your butt off. But the, when money comes to you easily, it is because you have done, you have done the prerequisite of being clear about magnifying the motive of that money. Listen to me very carefully. We all want more money. We all want more access. We all want more things, right? We want more space. We want more opportunity, but God gives you a portion size based on your motive, based on your mission, right? So when we ask for more, the step that most of us are skipping is we are not being clear, we are not articulating, and we are not magnifying the motive behind our ask. If you haven't magnified the motive behind your ask, there is no reason for your portion size to be bigger. This is why the man gets the biggest piece of chicken, because it is very evident to the woman or whoever is cooking the food, like excuse this misogynistic example, right? But I think it's the simplest way to understand it. But it's a reason why we give the man the big piece of chicken. Who's working the hardest? Who's exerting the most energy? That is the person who we want to feed first, right? That is the person we're very clear on their motive. He has to go get up tomorrow and go to work again. He has to get up tomorrow and, you know, break his back for this family. So he deserves to be fed more than the children, right? Maybe sometimes even more than the woman, okay? So listen, listen, this is how God works. Your portion sizes, God is divvying out portion sizes 
your portion being your por your your portion of wealth in the world, your portion of abundance in the world, your portion of opportunities in the world. God is divvying out opportunities and wealth and portion sizes based on your output. If you're constantly praying and asking for more, but you have not been clear about your motive, like what do you need? What do you need more for? That's what that's what God was. What do you need more for? Like, why should your portion size be bigger? Let me give you an example. Let me give you a real world, like an, an example. A couple, um, maybe a month or two ago now, I did a pitch competition. Now, when I first became an entrepreneur, <clears throat> you know, um, I was living in the city of Detroit and I started attending. This was like, I became an entrepreneur back in like 2015. So I was attending all of these um, entrepreneurial events, you know, like these entrepreneur networking events. And so I would pitch all the time. Some of them were more casual where you just come into the event, you put your business card in a bucket, and if they pull your business card, you get to pitch. And then some were a little more formal where you had to submit to pitch and you've been you're on the stage and there's a panel panel of judges. But I've pitched a lot in my business, right? Just for random reasons. Mostly in the beginning it was for exposure. And <clears throat> so I hadn't pitched in years, okay? So a couple months ago a, a good friend of mine, a colleague of mine tagged me on Facebook in an opportunity. And she's like, here's a pitch competition, a pitch opportunity. You know, you should totally pitch for the Black Health Academy, my company. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I registered for the pitch competition. It was like on a, a Tuesday night. It was virtual. So I was going to be pitching via Zoom. And um, so I registered for the pitch competition and I showed up. I did the pitch competition. I actually made it to the final round. I didn't win the overall pitch, but I made it to the final round. And I think I won like $1,500 in this pitch competition. Okay. Now, here's my issue. And here's where I knew I was wrong. All right. Typically, when entrepreneurs and businesses do pitch competitions, right, it's to win money, right? So, so that you can get, you know, money for the business. When I when I was when I was tagged in Facebook about the pitch opportunity, when I registered for the pitch opportunity, when I showed up that Tuesday night at the pitch competition virtually, if I'm being completely honest, I had no idea what I needed the money for. Look, I, what I was doing was taking advantage of an opportunity to get more. But if I'm being completely honest, in my business, the projects that we have on the table, the initiatives um, that we have, the things that I'm building out in the business, if I'm being completely honest, I was not in need of funding for. Like I wasn't in a place in my business where I needed money. Like the things that we had coming up, the investments that we needed to make for upcoming projects we didn't need extra money for like my business is cash flow positive and we have high profit margins. So I honestly didn't need, I wasn't in search of money. Like when, when my colleague tagged me on Facebook for this pitch competition, she just knew that I was because the um, pitch was specifically for black owned businesses. So she knew I was a black owned business. She knew that I, you know, took my business serious. Like I was a serious business who had been in business for years. I wasn't just, you know, out here, you know, whatever. And so, you know, she was just saying she tagged me and several other people. So she wasn't necessarily tagging people who she thought needed money. She was just tagging black business owners 
who who can't always use money, right? It was her idea, and she did it out of, you know, just being a good person. But I, I knew, because part of the pitch rules, right, was when, you, when it's your turn to do your pitch, you need to state what you're going to use this money for. So I... <laughs> You know, I crafted my pitch, right? This was just like a month or two ago, y'all. I crafted my pitch. I showed up, you know, did the pitch competition, right? And I said what I was going to use the money for, which was completely honest. But I also had the money in the bank. Like, I, I wasn't afraid that if I didn't win this pitch competition that I wouldn't be able to do this thing in my business. Like, getting extra for it is always great. But I wasn't in lack. My whole point of telling this story is, right, my motive, my motive for doing the pitch competition, you know, wasn't clear, not even to me. Like my mission for showing up to the pitch competition, I was I was showing up asking for a bigger portion. But technically, my motive behind that bigger, bigger portion wasn't crystal clear. And that's what's happening with many of you guys in life. You want things out of life, but your motive is not clear. Your mission for the money you're asking for is not clear. Can I put this in? Can I even be more like blatant here? Right. Your obedience, like the, the reason we're given more is to serve. We're always, always in service to others. If you want God to cut you a bigger slice of the pie, if you want to always be the recipient of the big piece of chicken, you have to be in service. You have to have clearly thought through and designated a mission for that bigger portion than, you, than you're asking for. You want to know why? Because once your basic needs are covered, once your fundamental, like your human rights needs, meaning like food, shelter, right, clothes, safety, heat, like when you're, and, and then, you know, a little in the bank to, to live a little, whatever. Like once your fundamental needs are met and you, your everything you need is like squared away, like you're not at risk of like the, the heat being cut off. And then you got a little bit to go a little more. Let me tell you what happens. Now, as you're asking for more without magnifying the motive, you know what happens? You're riding this fine line between greed and need. You're, you're, you're now living in this gray area between greed and need. The way you get the bigger portion, the way you secure the big piece of chicken is by magnifying the motive of your ask. When you magnify the motive of your ask and you are crystal clear, the motive is always, first of all, the motive is always selfless. The motive is always selfless. Because, again, once you and your family is, is, is cared for, is covered, the more has to have a selfless motive in order for it to arrive to you seamlessly. I'm not saying you can't force it. There's a whole bunch of people with a whole bunch of excess, but it was, they, it was, it was a sacrificial gain. What do I mean by sacrificial gain? That means that something had to break in order for them to get that bigger portion. They sacrificed their health. They sacrificed their relationships. They sacrificed their mental and emotional stability. They like the people who have excess 
and got it with ease, without their body or the minds breaking down, without, you know, um, it, it, um, damaging maybe their marriage or their relationship with their kids, meaning they working all these days, missing ball games and stuff. The people who have the access that you're seeking, that have it without, that obtained it without anything breaking, is more than likely because their motive and their mission with the excess that they were asking for was clear. And that motive was in service to others. Always. So there's nothing wrong with wanting more than what you need. Most of us, most of you listening to this right now, you already have everything you need, but you're still asking for more. And my challenging question to you, my thought provoking question to you is if you already have what you need, what's the motive for the access? Let me give you a better question. Let me give you a better question. Matter of fact, why don't somebody type this in the chat for me? Here's the better question. Okay. I know you're willing to work for it, but are you willing to serve with it? I know you're willing to work for it. Like that means I know you're willing to work your ass off to get the bag. You're willing to do overtime, work late nights, get on, you know, the coaching calls with people. You're willing to, you're willing to do what it takes to secure the bag. You'll go back to school. You will get a certification. You're willing to get experience. Like you're willing to do what's required to get more. I, you're, you guys' work ethic is not in question. But the reason is not coming to you easily. The reason it seems like it has to be such a sacrificial process is because you're willing to work for it, but are you willing to serve with it when you receive it? Let, thank you, Tiffany. Tiffany dropped it in the chat for me. Come on. Tracy said, baby, listen, you're willing to work for it, but are you willing to serve with it? Okay, so probably part of the reason I didn't even win that pitch competition, right, is not because I want I didn't have a bomb pitch, right? But like God wasn't willing to give me a bigger portion because I hadn't made my motive clear. So I'm not saying you can't get a whole bunch of excess with with you know without a motive. I'm just saying something is gonna have to break for you to get it because you're gonna have to break your back for it because your motive hasn't been made clear. Like, listen, the other day we were riding around looking at houses, right? And um, we were riding around in like these really affluent neighborhoods looking at houses. And my friend was like, my friend pointed to like this really big house, like this mini mansion. And was like, I don't want nothing that big. Like, that's too big for me, right? And um, they, they was like, do you like that size house? Like, would you live in something like that? And I was like, yeah, like I like, like I want that size, right? And I was like, and they were like, why? And I was like, well, honestly, you know, the reason I do want a mini mansion or I want to live in a, in a, a place that big is because um, I don't want my parents to ever have to go to a home or ever have to be taken care of in a foreign facility. So I was like, I want to live in a house where my parents, when they get older, and if they ever do need to move in with me, they can have their own wing. Like, I want them to have the independence in our family home where they still feel free. My motive for asking for more is in service to my parents. Do you see, do you see how it's a very simple example, but I think it's making sense, right? Like, I don't want just a mini mansion to be on a gram. I don't want just a mini mansion because everybody going to know I got money. I want it because I would love for my mom and dad to have 
like a, a parent suite, whatever they call it, what they typically call it an in-law suite, whatever. But y'all know what I'm saying, right? Like I want them to have their own bedroom, their own bathroom, maybe their own kitchenette, their own living space, but it's all under one roof so that I can take care of the big stuff for them. So they don't have to, you know, do all the work that's required for maintaining a home, but we can all stretch out in the house and have all the space. So I'm asking for this extra square footage. I'm asking for excess and my motive, my mission is clear. You, you're willing to work for it, but are you willing to serve with it? You're willing to work for it, but are you willing to serve with it? Because if you have not magnified the motive for what you're asking for, it's going to be harder. To, it's not going to come to you seamlessly. Because So last night in our alumni class, I was telling my students, like, not only do you have to be clear on what you want, most everybody is clear on what they want. But what they're not clear on is how they want to receive it. What they're not clear on is how they want to receive it. So I was telling my students last night, like that my mission is to build a lean, multi-million dollar company that prioritizes service, integrity, compassion, and I want to receive it without sacrificing my health, my, my family, my mission to be a mother, without sacrificing my relationships, meaning I work all day to build this multi-million dollar company, but it has caused my relationships to break down. So what do you want and how do you want to receive it? Is what you need to be clear on. And then when you line up the ask, when you're asking for a bigger portion, when you're asking for a bigger serving size, it has to be more money, more motive, more money, more mission. You, it has to be mission driven and mission orientated. You guys already know, like the more you give, the more, the more, the more you give, the more you receive. Every we know that, right? It's a fundamental. Right. It's right. Right below the golden rule. Treat people how you want to be treated. Like we know that the more you the more you give away, the more you receive. Some of us. Right. We want excess for these selfish reasons. Well, it's just about me, myself and I. I just want to take care of my family. Like your kids ain't the only kids that need to be provided for in this world. You cannot be so you can't keep asking God for more just to protect your kids. Like when, if you if you like let sacrifice yourself and say that I want to help put other kids through school. I want to provide for other kids who won't have a Christmas every year. I want to like, why do you want more money? Why do you need it? You know? And so I did that. Like my example I used earlier, I did that pitch competition, not really clear on my motive for asking for this money. Right. And so the final point I want to make is about generosity. So the reason I decided to, uh, you know, stop teaching Farm to Table, you know, this year is because obviously one of the biggest pieces of feedback that I got from everybody who, you know, responded or whatever in my ecosystem is, Lisa, I can't wait to see what you do next. They weren't thinking that I was just getting rid of Farm to Table for the sake of it. They were very clear that I had something bigger coming, right? So when I announced that I would no longer be teaching Farm to Table after this year, everybody's like, oh, snap. I can't wait to see what's coming next, right? And I thought that was the biggest compliment because it lets me know that I perceive that as a person who lives radically obedient. So they were like, if you're deciding to do this, I know it's a step in, you know, in, in from obedience. And I know that means you feel like you're being called to do something else. So I am perceived as a person who lives obediently, right? And so it just made me so happy. And the... They are 100% correct, right? I'm 
releasing a service in our company that is in service to people to be in service to more people later, right? And I can't wait to reveal to you guys how that's going to look, but they are 100% right because my mission is to be more generous. This is going to hopefully set the company up to do go bigger and grow bigger and be bigger, but not for the sake of me going out here with my ego and saying, oh, you know, I have a seven-figure company and I and my team is this size and we do this. Like, I don't, I don't want to brag on our numbers. What I want to brag on is our service, our generosity. Like, everything for me is all about how much more generous can I be. And let me tell you guys a quick lesson about generosity. Generosity can come with no strings attached. Like, generosity with no strings attached is a real thing. And generosity is my personal motive. The more I ask for, the more I'm in, in, search, in search of, is always to be in bigger service to more people. Always. It's not just so I can buy more expensive things. It's not just so I can live lavishly, right? I'm part of a culture just like you guys where everybody wants access. The difference between me and the next person that has access, though, is that my motive is generosity. I, I am very generous and I want to be very clear like I want you guys to understand if, if you don't already believe this that generosity can come with no strings attached I don't often talk about my generosity right because it's not something that needs to be made public I'm generous to who I'm generous to and it is what it is but I just got to tell y'all this like last week I emailed four people offering them scholarships to my program, Farm to Table. Before I even announced that I wasn't going to be teaching it anymore, I emailed four individuals who had previously applied for the program, right? And so they were already pre-qualified. And I sent them a personal email from me to them. It wasn't a generic email. Like, their name was in the email. And some personal information about them was in the email that I remember from when I interviewed them for Farm to Table. Last week, I sent four people emails offering them scholarships to my plant-based coaching program not one person accepted and only one person replied and and um, told me why she couldn't move forward and I and I and so I don't know if the other people didn't reply because they didn't get it because they didn't open it or because they thought it was a generic email and it wasn't but I offered four scholarships last week nobody took the bait and so I, again, I don't know what, what happened on the back end or whatever, right? But I just want to, for those of you who, are, who don't believe, generosity with no strings attached is a real thing in the world. And when you become more generous, and I'm not accusing anybody of not being generous, but when you attach and magnify the motive uh, and the mission of everything you're asking for and your, and your genuine in, intent is to be more generous to others, I promise you, you will get 10 times what you're asking for. The more you give away, the more you get. A couple of years ago, I was um, I was feeling like, this was several years ago, but I was in my business and I was feeling kind of like sad about something that was happening um, around business a couple years ago. And I remember listening to this talk by the motivational speaker, Tony Robbins, one time. And Tony was saying that, Anytime he felt sad, anytime, no Nidra, <laughs> I did not, no Nidra, it wasn't you. <laughs> Shout out to Nidra, my nail tech in the, in the chat, come on now, come through. Um, but, um, but so a couple years ago, I was feeling sad and 
my I, I remember listening to this talk uh, from Tony Robbins. And I remember Tony saying that anytime he start like getting caught up in himself and getting caught up in his own stuff and just like, you know how we get in our heads sometimes and we're thinking about what we want to change in our life, what's not going well, what is going well. Maybe you're even playing a victim and all of this, right? So I remember Tony saying one time during a talk, like the way he got out of that funk is by giving, okay? The way he got out of that funk was by giving and I, I never forgot that. So a couple years ago, I'm in my business and I'm in a funk. And I was like, you know what? I'm about to get out of my own head. I'm about to stop magnifying what I believe to be my problems and my world. And let me go get in somebody else's world and serve. So I uh, put a, a, a post on Facebook. I might even do this this week. Y'all look out for it. But I put a post on Facebook that said, the first person that replies to this post, I'm going to coach them in plant-based nutrition and health complimentary like I'm there's no strings attached like just the first I don't feel like doing nothing sophisticated I don't feel like doing like this sophisticated qualification process just the first person that replies to this post I am going to coach you in your health at no charge right and so I kept my word and so the first person that re replied to that post shout out to, Ke to Kiana she's still in my ecosystem to this day this was many years ago um, Kiana replied and Kiana lived down south at the time and I, I DM'd her and I was like you know let's exchange phone numbers I'm like I'm dead ass like I'm going to coach you at no charge blah 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 I swear to God as soon as me and Kiana got on the phone our first phone call like and I know she was hesitant with probably just giving me her phone number but we got on the call and her one of her first questions to me was why are you doing this she's like what like she was she's, she's like go ahead and drop the other boot like what's the catch what's going on and i was like i had i it, we had to spend the first couple of minutes of the conversation me convincing her that this wasn't a scam that i wasn't doing this to try and get something in return that i genuinely just wanted to serve that I genuinely just wanted to help her reverse any health challenges that she has. And, to, and you know what? To this day, years later, Kiana is now a health coach herself. And I remember her DMing me, like, I think it was last year or the year before. I remember her DMing me and was like, I just want to thank you for the influence you had over my life. And I've now decided to become a health coach. Ain't that crazy? But anyway, generosity with no strings attached is a real thing, y'all. And if more of us adopted that philosophy and lived that to our core, right, there would be way less suffering in the world. Okay, first of all, <laughs> Jasmine Arlette, <laughs> everybody trying to figure out, did I miss an email? Listen, no, you guys did not miss an email, okay? But ain't that crazy? Like, I still might do, I'm trying now to figure out, I wanted to offer it first to people who, had previously applied, who I knew were already qualified, who might be ready to go. Because we do have a qualification process for Farm Table. So you got to apply, you got to be interviewed. Um, but no, it was none of you guys. Uh, but it could be, you never know. Um, so, but the, the, the point is, the more generous you are and the more you are clarifying about why you're asking for more, um, the, the more plain and selflessness that you demonstrate, right, the, the easier it is to get a bigger portion size. That's just how God works. It's just like that big piece of chicken for Papa Bear at the house, for the, the hardworking man who puts in, you know, 8, 12, 16 hours, 
you know, you want to have his food ready when he comes home because he works so hard for the family. The reason he gets served first and the reason his portion size is so big is because the mission and the motive is very clear. He got to be well fed to work so hard to provide for this family. And that's exactly how God thinks. If your motive is clear, if your mission is selfless, you will be served first and your portion size will be beyond your imagination because your mission is clear, your motive is selfless, and your purpose is evident. And when that happens, I promise you, you will stop having to sacrifice so much to get more. And even the sacrificial behavior that you're doing to get more is not even that much more, right? Think about like how much of maybe your family you got to miss to work a couple more hours at work, to work to overtime, to bring in more. Imagine if you can make that amount that you make with overtime in your regular eight-hour workday. You will be offered that position. That opportunity will come up for you to apply for where you can get that excess in your, that increase in your salary that you're looking for without sacrificing so many hours of your time if you are very clear on why you're asking for more, why you need more. And let me let me wrap up by, by saying this, because you might be thinking, no, least I'm asking for more because my fundamental needs ain't met. Like I need like my, I'm just trying to pay my bills. Right. And I'm still having to work so hard to get more. I, I OK, I, I first of all, you have to before you're given more. Not only does your motive have to be clear and your mission has to be already um, your mission has to be apparent and selfless, but you you have to, the prerequisite for this bigger portion size is that you have to already be a good steward on what you're already being provided. So before you say, oh no, I got to work my butt off, I got to do this um, overtime, I got to sacrifice time with my family and my friends, I got to sacrifice my health to get this money because I really am struggling with my bills, I really am struggling to put a roof over my head. I'm going to challenge you here and say... Are you and have you been a good steward over what you've already been provided? Because if we sit down and crunch the numbers, there is probably, you will already probably make enough. Most people think their money problems is that they don't make enough. When the true problem is mismanage of what you already receive, right? So if you are, you know, being like, nah, nah, question your stewardship. If you are not a good steward, over the space you already have, ain't nobody giving you no more square footage, right? If you're not a good steward, oh, you know what I mean? It's like letting your, your sister, your cousin, somebody borrow a shirt or something. Like, why am I going to let you keep borrowing my clothes and you ain't take care of what I gave you, right? So this is, it is so important, one, to be a good steward, okay? This is how you get a good portion size. This is what is preferred by the higher power, at least in my experience, okay? I am no prophet. I am nobody's spiritual leader. But in my experience, in order to get more, to get a bigger portion size, one, you have you are in practice of being a good steward over what you already have, right? The people are already in your life, the opportunities you already have. You're a good steward. You're honoring the job you already have, even though you swear you hate it, but you're showing up and giving your best all the time. So now that you want a better job, you want a better opportunity, Right. So you're a steward over what you already have, but then your mission and your motive for why you want excess 
is made very clear. That's the formula for a bigger portion size right there. That's the formula for the big piece of chicken, y'all. That's all I got. That's the formula for a big piece of chicken. So if you want it to come easy, check those first two boxes, stewardship and motive. You do that, it will come. It's the difference between force versus flow. People who, you know, we have publicly seen them, they have, you know, maybe um, celebrity status, they have money, they have cars, they have jewelry, they may have, you know, whatever, they have all these opportunities, whatever. But we've seen people that are not in good health, even though they have excess, right? They sacrifice their mental health, their physical health, they sacrifice their relationships, you know, maybe they even sacrifice their morals and their principles, you know, to get the excess. And so now... It's force versus flow, right? Because they got all that because it was force. It was forced. But if you want it to flow to you with ease, like water, if you want it to flow to you, then be a good steward and be and magnify your motive and make sure that motive is selfless. All right. <laughs> all right, let's say I'm already saying, God, you already know. Listen, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Um, so super important would like help your neighbor out. Like somebody, Arlette already did it on Facebook. She said stewardship and motive hundred percent, right? Like the, the more you want to serve, the more you're going to get like the people who are positioning themselves to serve in this world are the people who are going to be served first at the dinner table. When God is handing out portion sizes, you going to get served first. I promise you. The, at the Black Health Academy, my only mission from when I started the company in 2017 was to, to be in service. We have never been in lack as a result. We have never been in lack as a result, right? We, I've never had to do a pitch competition. I've never had to seek out funding at a bank or something. Like we are in service so much that we're always blessed and provided for, right? And so it's not me just trying to line my pockets or you know, trying to be on the cover of a magazine. That, and I'm not saying those things are not great. They are, because when you are so in service, that also spotlights you, right? It, 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 it makes you magnetic. But we know the people who are living in access healthy and have a full life, They not only do they have more money, more space, more things, more opportunity, but when their motive is selfless, they also have more peace, more joy, more love. So that you want you want to be able to get all the mores, right? Not just the more money, not just the more opportunity, not just more clients, not just, you know, whatever. You also want to have more peace. You want to have more joy. You want to have more life. You want to have more longevity. You want to have more love. And so if you want both of the mores, stewardship, motive, selflessness, that's how we do it. That's how we do it. So listen, I mentioned early at the beginning that 2022 spring and the fall semester will be my last semester's teaching my signature plant-based coaching program, Farm to Table. Made this big announcement yesterday with my community. I'm super excited. My initial focus will be pouring into my coaches at the other 23. So I really want to pass the torch and pass the baton to them. And so, you know, we have been rocking and rolling inside the other 23, really helping health professionals um, master plant-based nutrition. For those of you who don't know, the other 23 is my plant-based and coaching certification that I created last year. And so the other 23 is for health professionals, aspiring health professionals 
who want to master plant-based nutrition to integrate it into their current business, um, maybe serve their clients at a higher level, serve their patients at, at, a, at a higher level. We have everything from stay-at-home moms to doctors and nurses in the program um, and at the other 23. And so my initial focus um, and my you know initial primary reason for kind of retiring farm to table is so that I can serve my coaches inside the other 23. So I'm going to spend my energy doing that initially and then we're going to open up the door for some other things in 2023. Um, so if you have desired or have been interested in getting into Farm to Table uh, plant-based coaching program, you only got two more semesters to do it, honey. Um, and so that's going to be spring or fall 2022. The spring semester starts Tuesday, April 26th. So you only got a couple weeks to get enrolled. So we're currently taking applications, currently um, doing suitability interviews. So um, you want to go to lisaangelsmith.com forward slash work with me or just click the link in my bio if you're watching this on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Um, but lisaangelsmith.com forward slash work with me. Um, and that's where you can check out Farm to Table, read more about it, hear some testimonials, watch some testimonial videos from our alumni um, and decide if it's the right fit. And if you are a health professional um, who has, is watching the world, like if, if you're a health professional with your eyes open, basically, and you're seeing what's happening with the consumption of animal products and watching how people want to consume less and less animal products, whether they want to identify as vegan or not. But people are consuming less animal products. And if you are a health professional, and when I say health professional, I mean if you coach people in their physical health, mental health, emotional health, it's impossible to be any type of health professional and not address what people are putting in their body. If you're not addressing their diet as their fitness trainer, you know, as their mindset coach, as their therapist, then you are doing your client or your your patients a disservice because food plays a role in all of that. So if, if you're not noticing that we are moving toward a culture that's consuming less animal products, then you're, you're, you're operating with your eyes closed. So it will behoove you to have um, a mastery around plant-based nutrition. Even though, even though your clients, most of them might not identify as vegan, if you learn um, how food impacts chronic disease, mental health, emotional health, psychological um, and neurological functioning, then you will amplify your business as a health professional. So that's my pitch for the other 23. And I ain't gassing. Look, Arlette in the comments says, thank you for your radical service. The other 23 is pure dopeness. That's one of my coaches right there, okay? Um, she said, I'm honored to be a part. I'm honored to have you, Arlette, 100%. Um, you are going to be a phenomenal coach. Arlette is one of our coaches who works with individuals who are overweight um, and hypertensive. Uh, hypertensive. So she um, has a coaching program um, called Release the Pressure. And um, so she is coming along phenomenally in the other 23. And I'm super proud of all of my coaches that I have in there so far who are mastering plant-based nutrition and really deciding to serve at a high level. Right, not passively serve, but really at a high level serve certain segments of the population. So I'm super, super proud. Um, Milan is on too. Listen, um, Milan works with in childhood development. Shout out to Nourishingly Naturals. You know, she works with mothers to help them transition their children um, to a whole food plant based lifestyle so that they can avoid and prevent chronic disease when they get older man shout out to childhood development is so important so important the way we eat at a younger age 
plays a huge, huge role in the chronic health challenges that we have in our late teens, early 20s, early 30s. And a lot of people don't realize that. So Milan is doing very, very important work in the world. So just shout out to some of my coaches who are on live today um, with uh, with me. And listen, so that's LisaAngelSmith.com forward slash work with me to learn more about Farm the Table. This is the last year, y'all, or the other 23. We just getting started over there, though, <laughs> um, and decide if one track is right for you. Um, and otherwise, listen, like, share, subscribe, drop some hearts on this if you're watching it in a replay and let them know to come get this help. Because listen... We coming for the biggest portion size possible this year and beyond, but it's always and only to going to be in service to others, which means we will always be taken care of. Until next time, y'all. Peace.